Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. It is a pleasure this week to have Sarah Strang with me, Deputy Director of Crisis Services at the Road Home and a teacher in the Social Work Department at the University of Utah. Natalie Gochner is here, Associate Dean in the David Eccles School of Business and Director of the Kim C. Gardner Policy Institute at the U. And Danielle Vasquez is with me, Executive Director of the National Center on Shaken Baby Syndrome. I, 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 we can spend as much or as little time on this as you like, but I was personally thrilled when I learned that there would be a presidential debate at Kingsbury Hall in October of 2024. I just hope both candidates show up. Danielle, what, what did you think when you heard about this? That really is the key, right? If it can go one way or the other. It really depends on who those candidates are and um, specifically if, mm-hmm. if that person decides to show up. Because what's the point in spending all of this money, all of this effort behind a one-person debate? Now, they are talking that this might be an opportunity to have a third person this year with, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're talking about, okay, if these are the two candidates, then other people are going to step up. So that will be a, another thing. It would be awesome if we had three candidates uh, this year. So it, it could go all sorts of different directions but uh as for utah and for the universe utah it's a great great opportunity what a stage to be on natalie yeah yeah i mean love uh love that this is happening um amanda just from a broader perspective i've talked a lot about the new utah um the demographic economic data shows that we're in a new uh trajectory we've transitioned to be a mid-sized state um We're a very multicultural state, getting a lot of our growth from the outside. But if you look at uh, being on a short list for Major League Baseball, uh, this presidential debate, Mm -hmm. uh, Delta Airlines uh, recommitting in a big way to Salt Lake City, uh, our our new convention hotel, um, our Olympic bid, this is really, um, what is it, a hinge point for our state? And it's it's really incredible. And I'm an optimist. I'm not going to go into the dark side of that. You know, presidential candidates won't debate. That's that's unpatriotic. Mm-hmm. That's a mark of you know. That's a lack of citizenship if that's what happens. But in in the case of the University of Utah, kudos to Jason Perry and the team up there for landing this. And it is the last debate of the presidential debate, so it's oh, going to wow. be the big one. <laughs> I have goosebumps after you read that list, after you shared those things with us, because I think about what a thrilling time to be alive in this state. I I remember when we hosted the games in 2002, I've thought constantly since then, I wish my kids would get to have this experience and the thought that they will most likely in another 10 years or whenever it comes is just it's just thrilling for me, I think, and for all parents whose kids weren't old enough to appreciate it back the, the first mm-hmm. time or weren't born the first time. Sarah, over to you. Yeah, I, I think what's interesting about as we move into this, and I, it's very exciting to have this come back to Utah or another form of debate come back to Utah um, to be able to have that. And we are on the cusp of really big things as we look at it. And I also think about how much our state has transformed. I can remember being in my undergraduate uh at the University of Utah and being in the Marriott Library and John Kerry was running for president and it was up on you know the old box TV. And it, it was unfathomable at that point in time to think it, that someone would decline a debate. It, it, it just, it 
wasn't done. It was unthinkable. Um, and so it's really interesting to see how politics have shifted over really over the last, you know, eight years dramatically uh, in terms of the lay of the land and 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 what feels to be an acceptable option now that that wasn't previously. And it's just so interesting here in our community to see. I remember the Delta Center, it being the Delta Center as a little girl, and now we've come back full circle and it's the Delta Center again, which is great because I don't know that I ever actually stopped calling it the Delta Center. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah. now I'm just uh, accurate in it again. Um, but it's exciting and it's a new lay of the land. And I, I agree with Natalie. My hat is off to the University of Utah. I feel like they have done some really big things over the last couple of years. And it's exciting to have our state involved in a national component. With your indulgence, I want to ask you a question about something that came up. And I teach a class up at the U called Media and Society. Mm -hmm. And my students had the most interesting comments this week. We were talking about how they're talking with their families before they go home for Thanksgiving. And one of the students said, you know, the first thing my grandma asked me is whether there were any of those wacko protester kids at my campus. And so that got, and she was referring to the pro-Palestinian uh, protests that are going on around the country. So we got into a fabulous discussion about, first of all, I gave them some context because when I was at the U in 1981, there were anti-apartheid uh, protests up on the campus of the University of Utah. And then they started sharing these wonderful ideas about how, why do, does everyone think that you can't be pro-Palestinian and pro-Jewish at the same time? And they, this young generation I, I, gives me hope, Natalie, in the way that they are making distinctions, I think in a way that the media may not be reporting on accurately, perhaps my own station included, I'm not sure. What, what do you think? I think that what we need in all of society and in college campuses, and to a very real degree, this is being manifest at the U, but we need uh, to respect all voices. We need more voices. <laughs> We need dignity in the way we interact, you know, something like that. And and President Randall, I mean, that's that's what he's asking for from our student body. And and I think we'll hear more about that, you know, in the future. But the next generation, they're amazing. Okay. They're amazing. Danielle, over to you. Yeah, it's I was excited about the debate because I grew up with the the concept of you don't really have a voice. Your voice mm -hmm. doesn't really count if you learn a lean a certain way, right? Because of the way the, the politics are here in the state. Now having this debate, now with the, the way that the younger generation is thinking, they're starting to realize they have a voice. Having this debate, having the opportunity to have their voices heard just will, will lend to hopefully a broader perspective and a broader way to lead our communities and our, our nation than to prove that they could have a voice. Yeah, I love that. Sarah, please. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I think is so interesting about this debate is how complex it is as we're looking at this issue at hand and, and what it is. And I was reading an article recently about these two individuals. One is from Israel and is Jewish, the, the woman, and the man is Palestinian. And they go and they travel and they talk about the conflict and how they can come together and support each other in that and really hear both sides. It was a really interesting read where they were able to come together and have such a dynamic and civil discussion and really be able to respect each other. And I think that's such an important thing for us to see. And I agree, we're seeing that in our, our younger generation. And I only feel like that can bode well for where we're headed in the future. Ah, amen to that. We'll take a, another brief break and be back with my guest. This is A Woman's View on KSL News Radio.